0: Heights.
1: But Ahaz said, I will not ask. I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, Hear now, you house of David, is it not enough to try the patience of men? Will you try the patience of my God also? Therefore the Lord Himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child, and will give birth to a son, and will call him Emmanuel he will eat curds and honey when he knows enough to reject the wrong and choose the right
2: in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth a town in Galilee to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph a descendant of David You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will call him Jesus. For he will be great, and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever, and his kingdom will never end. How will this be? And she who who was said she was unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, said Mary. May your word be to me as you have said. And the angel left her.
3: But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old, from ancient times. Therefore, Israel will be abandoned until the time when she who is in labor gives birth, and the rest of his brothers return to join the Israelites. He will stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they will live securely, for then his greatness will reach to the ends of the earth, and he will be their peace.
4: In those days... for them in the inn.
5: How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of the messenger who brings good news. The good news of peace and salvation. The news that the God of Israel reigns. The watchmen shout and sing with joy, for before their very eyes they see the Lord returning to Jerusalem. Let the ruins of Jerusalem break forth into joyful song, for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem."
6: Yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David. And you will recognise him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth, lying in a manger.
5: Suddenly the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying,
6: After seeing him, the shepherds told everyone what had happened and what the angel had said to them about this child. All who heard the shepherds' story were astonished.
5: But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often.
6: The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them.
0: The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the broken hearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives, and release from darkness for the prisoners to proclaim the year of the Lord's favour and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of the spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendour. For as the soil makes the young plant come up and a garden cause seeds to grow, so the Sovereign Lord will make righteousness and praise spring up before all nations.
3: Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father.
7: Now what if Jesus was born today, right now? How would social media... Influence the events, I wonder. Well, somebody's explored that very question and made a movie out of it. And we're going to watch that movie right now. (laughs) Times change, feelings remain the same. How true. The world is a very different place from when Jesus was born into it. 2,000 years ago. And yet our emotional response and our need for a saviour to set us free, will they remain the same, totally unaltered. Jesus, an extraordinary baby born in extraordinary circumstances to an ordinary young couple. And then an epic journey, just at the time Mary would go into labour, simply to register their name in a census. Nowadays, we register names in very different ways. For most people, adding the name of where they live on Facebook is relatively straightforward. A problem does arise, however, when the place where you live is seemingly branded as offensive by a social networking site, such as Facebook. You may have heard on the news that one woman from a place called Effin, in County Limerick in the Irish Republic, has so far been unable to add the village name to the home place section of her Facebook profile. The lady is called Anne-Marie Kennedy, who works in the Department of Nursing and Midwifery at the University of Limerick, and she's now started an online campaign to get Effin recognised. And Effin is e double C. Anyway, the report goes something like this. I was born and raised in Effin, and my family come from here, she said. There's a great community spirit. Our best known export is Effin cheese. (coughs) It's a great little parish. I'd just like to put down on Facebook because I'm from Effin, and so would so many Effin people from around the world that they're from Effin. But Facebook won't let it because they think it's obscene or offensive, she added. (laughs) I'm a proud Effin woman. <laughs> and I'll always be an effing woman. Miss Kennedy has now started an online Facebook group called Please Get My Hometown Effing Recognised. <laughs> and I heard that on the BBC. You've probably heard it yourself or even seen it. Very, very good story. But the events surrounding the birth of Jesus certainly got Joseph's hometown of Bethlehem recognised. Nowadays, we sing about it, we have sung about it tonight. Pictures of it are printed on Christmas cards. Bethlehem is infamous. And all because of a journey. Not just the journey made by Joseph and Mary across country, but the journey that Jesus made from heaven to earth. The snippet of the Bible that we heard, last of all, was written by the writer Paul. I personally think it's an unrivaled passage about Jesus. It's moving, it's lyrical and beautiful. And it's based on one of Paul's finest ideas. That although Jesus was rich, for our sake he became poor. Jesus made himself nothing, Paul tells us, taking the nature of a servant. Now this doesn't sound like a journey... We naturally imagine God would take one from riches to poverty, power to weakness, sovereignty to servanthood, heaven to earth. Greatness travels the other way, doesn't it? Just ask Alan Sugar or Robbie Williams or Shirley Bassey, all of whom travelled the road from poverty to riches and not the other way round. Human nature instinctively craves the journey from poverty to riches. And yet it's not so with God, so it seems. God goes in reverse. The Bishop of Stafford, a man called Jeff Annis, works as a street pastor in the centre of Stoke. I came from Stoke and I know what the centre of Stoke's like and it's no mean feat being a street pastor there. Street pastors help and support clubbers, and pub-goers, and even the homeless on the streets after dark and in the small hours. And it's much needed, but very challenging work. Bishop Jeff tells of one occasion when he saw two men under the influence beginning, well, clearly beginning an argument. And the bishop, not knowing exactly what to do, he walked right into the situation. And as the men paused to look at him, Bishop did the only thing that came to mind. He reached into his pocket and pulled out a packet of fruit pastels. And as the men looked at him, he said, do you want a fruit pastel? (laughs) And after another pause, one of the guys turned to him. The bishop must have thought he was going to get punched. But he said, okay, but only if it's a green one. No macho words, not going in all tough and strong. A very different type of approach, and it diffused the situation. A vulnerable, very simple, almost childlike approach. Like Jesus, Bishop Jeff went into reverse. He made himself a servant of others and became peacemaker. He travelled the opposite direction to that of human nature in reverse is the way that god travels the opposite way to the one we expect the opposite way to the one we ourselves actually if we're really honest like going jesus made himself nothing he took the very nature of a servant and being found in appearance as a human being humbled himself even to death on a cross all so that he could become the peacemaker, the one that breaks up fights, rights wrongs, brings forgiveness, reconciliation, healing, hope and life. I'm glad, very, very glad, that Jesus went into reverse. Because if he hadn't, we wouldn't be celebrating Christmas right now. And I wouldn't know the difference that knowing and following Jesus makes to my life the good, the bad, and even the ugly bits of my life. And you wouldn't have the chance to either. Jesus went into reverse. And because of this, he involves himself in our weaknesses, our poverty, our fights, our mistakes, our rotten relationships, our fears, and our worries. He went into reverse to come to serve and love us in all our struggles, in the very things that matter to us most. He went into reverse just to have a relationship with us. What a wonderful God. Deciding not to stay at a distance in unspeakable, unimaginable, unthinkable power and glory but to go in reverse to be close involved here this Christmas I encourage us all to press the pause button and allow Jesus to reverse into your life allow him to serve you in whatever way you need him Be honest, be true, be authentic. Tell him about the things that matter to you, about the things that you really, really care about, because he wants to be involved in your life. We know, because although he was rich, for our sakes, he became poor. I'm going to finish with a piece of writing called The Great Reversal. And I encourage us all to reflect on these words. We're walking with the crowds, carried along by the pressing forward, each one eager to get ahead, but each one starting the same, born as a baby and from then on struggling towards meaning, power and influence. Be someone, be remembered, make a big impression. Leave some indelible mark in your three score years and ten. From birth, a struggle to find eternity, to burst through life with such dazzling intensity that everyone will remember you forever. But walking the other way, pick out a route against the crowds. A solitary figure passes me, passes all of us, all straining away innocence to be someone, and he passes us, a quiet chaos in the crowd. Christ, eternal, omniscient, creator, beyond time, source of wisdom, and beyond petty claims of influence, in very nature God, slips into reverse and walks back past us, away from kingship, away from power, away from influence, away from eternity, away from wisdom, towards infancy, calmly stepping into the body of a tiny child. And even as this baby grows, figuring out how to control the body he himself designed, he still walks the other way, realising that life cannot be found in the struggle for permanence, but in giving it up. The great reversal subverts me. Tired of pressing forward, I realise I need to turn, for what I've been searching for has just walked past me the other way. This Christmas, don't let Jesus go past you. Turn around and go after him. Amen.
1: After each part of the prayer, I'm going to say, Lord, in your mercy, and will you please respond, hear our prayer. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God, our Heavenly Father, as Christians the world over, prepare to celebrate the Saviour's birth. Open our hearts that he may be born in us, and our lives may reflect the joy which he brings. Lord, in your mercy. At his birth, there was no room for him in the inn. Protect with your love all who are homeless today, or live in poverty and struggle to find food and shelter. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We think of Mary in the pain of labour to bring your son to birth. Hold in your hand all who are in any kind of pain or distress. We pray for those facing operations or recovering from them. We pray for those who are ill but beyond reach of medical help or cannot afford treatment. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Christ came as a light shining in the darkness. Shine a light of hope, we pray, to all who suffer in the sadness of our world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. The shepherds who heard the angels and came to the manger spread the good tidings to all they met. Give us grace to share the gospel of your love with our friends and neighbours. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. The angels sang peace to the earth at the birth of the Prince of Peace. We ask you to strengthen all who work for peace and justice in the world and grant the leaders of the nations the will to seek your righteousness. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Strangers came to visit Mary and Joseph with their newborn son, in that humblest of homes, a cattle shed. We thank you now for our homes and families. Help us to welcome with your hospitality all who seek our help. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And as we celebrate heaven come down to earth and earth raised to heaven, We thank you for the unity we have in Christ with all who have gone before us and join with them in worship round your throne. One God, blessed forevermore. Amen.